A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot org. Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds, and while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The glass noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. On episode 53 of Confessions of a Marketer, marketing isn't about you. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. I've got Adam Fairhead, founder of Fairhead Creative, here to discuss his new book, Marketing Isn't About You. We'll get to that in a moment. Next time, we have Alex Withers of InMotion Now in to talk about his firm's in-house creative management survey. That's a couple of episodes we'll have with Alex for that. First one covers the survey, then we have his appeal to his fellow CMOs. Then I've got Cahill Puel in to chat about the attention economy. And we're planning episodes on creating stronger marketing with data, the intersection of technology and marketing. We'll delve into product marketing a bit deeper, and there's a whole lot more in store. Can't wait to share all of those episodes with you. I want to invite you to have a listen to my other venture, the innovation podcast, the iPod with Garnett Harriman. Lots of fun stuff happening over there. Head over to the innovationpodcast.co to tune in. Okay, let's get to my chat with Adam Fairhead. Adam's firm, Fairhead Creative, focuses on cause-driven companies. And he's got a new book out. He bills it as a marketing and communication blueprint for companies with a cause. It's called Marketing Isn't About You, the two things that matter if you sell things that matter. He's distilled a lot of his thinking from years of helping companies into that book. It was a cold day here in New England and Adam was in his car at the beach down in Florida as we talked. And it was an enlightening conversation. Let's get to it. Adam Fairhead, welcome to Confessions of a Marketer. Thank you for having me. You've got a new book out called Marketing is Not About You, and I want our audience to know that that book will be available at the cheapest price Amazon will allow for our listeners <laughs> at fairhead.net slash confessions. And we're kind of chuckling about that because there's some kind of restriction on how Amazon prices books or something, and maybe you can tell me about that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, well, we're going to do an Amazon KDP's promotional period. We're going to market as free for a few days for listeners 
depending on the time that the podcast goes out, slash the time that people are actually listening to it, be it in the archives or whatnot, we'll have to just figure out what options we'll have available for us for Confessions listeners. Okay, wonderful. And we'll, we'll mark it down to as far down as we can set it. <laughs> That's great. So we're here to talk about that book and to talk about cause marketing. So tell me about how you view cause marketing. Yeah, so cause-driven marketing, marketing yep. for companies with reasons for existing beyond the dollars alone, it's personal. The value is intimate, it's personal, it's relational. If it wasn't, then people wouldn't care. They would go for whatever the cheapest option is, and that's it. But the cause behind a company, which is increasingly affecting buying decisions, is something which we found is something that we really, we really need to bring to the surface in the marketing and the collateral and the way that we communicate. Consumers are becoming increasingly intolerant to businesses without a cause. Mm -hmm. And so companies that have a cause have an inherent innate advantage in that they can be themselves in the marketplace, communicate more empathically, more emotively, more viscerally, more memorably in a more engaging way. And that's going to appeal to people not only because the offer is good, but also they can enroll as an expression of a shared belief. So there's a huge amount of power to communicating a cause through the marketing that we're putting out there. And you feel so strongly about this. You've written a book about it called Marketing is Not About You. Why did you decide to write that book? Yeah, so, so that happened. <laughs> the, 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 the book, that, the, it was something that had to happen, really. Uh, the book yeah. is based on a set of principles, philosophies, blueprints, really, that our team at Fairhead Creative have come up with over the years. In working with lots of cause-driven companies in, in various different sectors, and by cause-driven, we're, we're meaning NGOs, nonprofits, triple bottom line businesses, social enterprises, or conventional for-profits with givebacks, reasons beyond the dollar. We found that the marketing world is full of lots of cool, hot, hypey tricks and hacks that you're supposed to use for your website or whatever, yeah. uh, that is supposed to be supposed to be the big thing, when really... We found that there are, uh, uh, it literally says on the cover, the two things that matter if you sell things that matter. The two things are who you are talking to and what you are saying to them. If you get those two things right, you win. If you don't, then you lose. Yeah. You know, the tactics are a triviality in comparison. So marketing isn't about you. Really, you can read the cover and get a huge sense of what's inside. It's about better understanding the audience and better understanding how to communicate to that audience by making them the main player in the story. It's about them, not about you or your product. So the book is just a, really, it's a blueprint. You open the book, there are three sections in it. Each of them walks you through how to communicate with people in a better way, in a way that focuses on them rather than, than you. You can follow it through from beginning to end and you'll, it, it'll, it'll show you the sort of things that you should be touching on in your conversation, the order that you should be touching on them things like that. So it, it has been the cornerstone of our work, and now we've, we've put words to it. So it really it just it had to happen for, for those reasons. And you say in the book that marketing advice is out of date, and you kind of hinted at it there, and that there are new rules. Can you share why most of the advice we all hear is out of date and what the new rules are? Sure. Well, most, I mean, so I'll give you some examples. Focus on features and benefits. That's a prevailing marketing mm, thought. Right. This right. book would advocate focusing on them, on the person that you're talking to, whose problem needs to be solved. Or squeeze people into your free thing. 
instead challenging people to instead offer to solve their problem, have a conversation empathically right. and to start yeah. solving problems for people yeah. or tell them how great you are. Instead, tell them how great your cause is or tell them how great they are. You know, understand where they are, um, the problems that they have, the fears that they have, the ambitions, and be there with them. Or trying to clearly communicate your product, good, but instead challenging people to clearly communicate the person that they're talking to so that they can see themselves in your work. Right. Uh, or creating a lengthy song and dance of funnels and things versus challenging people to cut the crap and just start helping people. Um, so it's, it's yeah, cut the crap. I like that. <laughs> so those are some guiding examples of the shift of focus from how do I tell people about my things and get people to do what I want them to do through to how do we talk about their stuff and help them do what they want. One thing I, I dispute in, in your book is that you say you're not a good storyteller, but you've woven together a great narrative about what people who sell things that matter can do to improve their marketing. And it's it's a really entertaining read. So I think you've woven together a really good story. And saying that, what do you <laughs> want people to take away from your book? Well, that's really kind. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> um, I think that I'm surrounded by good storytellers on the team. So maybe some osmosis has occurred along the way. I, I don't think of myself <laughs> as a good storyteller. I think of myself as an advocate for cause-driven business. And that care does a lot of the work for you, I think. If you care enough about your audience, then you can't not start talking, even if what you're saying <laughs> only makes sense to you. <laughs> so if this, is, if this has been a good read, then that, that's absolutely fantastic. You mentioned the a key takeaway. Yeah. I would say that the key takeaway is this. Marketing isn't about you. It's the title of the book. It's, it's about who you're talking to, yeah. what you're saying to them. Don't be afraid to share your cause. Don't be afraid to let people see you and buy, not only because you're good, but as an expression of that shared belief. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. Yeah, what's interesting in that is that there are a lot of high-profile brands, whether they're being genuine or not, are actually doing this more often. For example, Nike. We talked about it on the podcast a week or so ago about the Colin Kaepernick campaign that is cause-driven, right? And that that was a huge success for them. And I wonder whether that kind of thing is going to encourage other brands to do similar things. What do you think? Well, I, I certainly hope so, mate. You know, when we started out doing this work, the prevailing thought was that, you know, in today's economy, you know, and, and, you know, with, with all of the political stuff that we can see going on at the moment, whether we're looking at the US or we're looking at the UK or indeed anywhere, it's clear that governments aren't going to be the driving force to solve major problems. Right. We look over history and we've had, we've had churches, we've had philosophers, we've had politicians, we've had different structures to create significant change. And it, it struck me, wouldn't it be actually just far easier if every business, every company that's trading in the market were to take ownership of a problem and make it their own and commit to solving it using their vehicle of capitalism? Yeah. 
and cause-driven work is on the rise. It's been on the rise. It seems to show no sign of stopping. You know, everywhere from if you buy some shampoo, you're going to see cruelty-free written on many of them. If you're going to go shopping, are we looking for sustainable and ethical brands? It's on the rise. People are wanting to wear their responsibilities. They're wanting to buy consciously. So the market's ready for it. It's ready for cause-driven companies, more cause-driven companies, to take ownership of problems and make a difference. Yeah, and what was it? Domino's Pizza started filling potholes? That Yes, yes. Which I, I felt to me like, well, that's an abdication of the government not filling potholes. But then, well, they're using the roads. He's, he's certainly got them a lot of attention as well, um, which, you know, yeah. suggests, particularly at the moment, and it, it's, it's looking to, to continue in the way that it is. Being cause-driven, having a heart, being in business for reasons beyond the dollar alone, as I said before, being a good business, doing good business is good for business. So tell me about Fairhead Creative and what, what you guys do there. Sure. Well, we are a small team. We're about 12 people at the moment at the time of recording. And we really, we advocate for cause-driven companies. We help them communicate mm. better. So you know, often when they, they approach us, their language might be a little bit mottled or the inherent advantage that they bring either to the marketplace or to those that they are supporting and advocating for isn't very clear. Yeah. So the storytelling principles in this book were created as a result of trying to solve that problem for people. Um, so that if, if you were to approach one of these cause-driven companies within you know a minute or so, you'd have a complete false sense of what makes them unique, what they're about, what problems their audience is experiencing so that the audience can see themselves mm. in the writing and in the in the experience, that they can see the solution that they're looking for in that language, that they can see what kind of product exists to build a bridge between those two worlds, what kind of mission is behind the organization, why these people, why now, how that company is going to allow the visitor, the reader, the watcher to have their problems solved immediately without having to wait for permission to, to do business. All of, all of those different principles, there's, there's lots of them, and the book covers all of them. Yeah. But to get all of those pieces covered in, in the right order, in a, in, a, in a coherent and structured way, so that, that they'll, they shall be understood, their audience shall feel understood, that they can stand out, sell better, and make more impact. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting point to make to the audience and to anyone out there that marketing is not about you, is not some academic exercise. It's based on your experience working with clients, right? That's right. Yeah, it's been a, a living series of documents that have lived within the company that we have accessed, leveraged, used, pulled out every time we start work with, with a new cause-driven company. It's been a document here, a document there, scattered across many, many, many different to-dos and things. And sure. we, we turned it into a single artifact, this book, but which now is available for companies, regardless of whether they are doing business with the Fairhead Creative team. Yeah. They can access this information for whatever Amazon or letters listed for. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, to be determined, it's, um, right? <laughs> it's, to be determined, quite right. <laughs> Uh, so it's it's just ma making that uh, making that structure more readily available for people doing good work. Yeah, and kind of a cause driven idea for you. Well, absolutely, yes. Well, I mean, our team we say endearingly internally that we had tried to help difference makers make a difference. Yeah, um, and in doing so, we like to make one of our own. We actively support and invest in with with whatever we can, given the size of our team, 
towards human trafficking and sex slavery initiatives. So that's where this came from. We figured if we can use capitalism to solve that problem and in doing so be helping other companies create leverage within their cause-driven initiatives, then that's just the, as we saw it, the, the ultimate uh, point of leverage that we could conceive of right. for making a difference. So if this book reaches more people, it's going to help more people communicate their causes in a more visceral, memorable, engaging way that's going to make them stand out. If they want to approach us and have us help them out with it, then they'll be helping further their cause and they'll be helping further ours. So right. it's, it's a cascade of good that happens. Yes, all good. It's all good. So let's think about the future a bit. Are there any trends you're following for the rest of 2019 or beyond that you think will shape the future of marketing? One that this I find fascinating is social mm. and how social is changing things, how it's pulling back the curtain on everybody and everything. You can't, well, you can, I suppose, it's, but it's becoming much more difficult to lie yeah. about who you right. are, about what you're doing, about what you stand for, because you've got to stand for that every single day. If you start out to lie, you won't be at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's just a wonderful layer of transparency that we've got on our hands, and that just Everything that that, that that represents and everything that it's becoming now and in, in, in the coming years, such as the, the rise of video, to even further pull back that curtain is wonderful. It's a fascination of ours. Well, it'll be interesting to watch. And I just want to let my audience know once again that marketing is not about you. Adam's new book will be available at the cheapest price Amazon will allow for our listeners at fairhead.net slash confessions. Adam, thanks for being my guest today. Really enjoyed our chat. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, mate. Thanks to Adam for being with me. And I want to remind you that you can get the book, Marketing Isn't About You, at fairhead.net slash confessions. Next time, we have Alex Withers in for a discussion about the in-house creative management survey, the first of two episodes with Alex. So stay with us. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Reed Edwards Global Inc., and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time. You've never tried to eyeball six feet as often as you do now. You wear a mask, you wash your hands, and you've stayed within the walls of your apartment for more hours than you care to add up. But unless you live in a smoke-free building, you're not exactly home-free. Secondhand smoke drifting through the cracks in walls or sink drains carries toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. And right now, lung health is key. Go to tobaccofreeca.com to learn how to stay safe.